0: Blog Talk Radio. Hi-ha. Hi-ha.
1: under relax. You know what that means? Time to kick ass and take Manhattan. and Jason's all out of Manhattan. <laughs> this is the original Jankster. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to laugh at that. I'm not going to laugh at that at all. <laughs> I'm laughing at the <laughs> the factory noises that are coming from your place right now. The gummy bear factory is in full I, effect. I told you we make a lot of different things
0: here. I have
1: to Got to turn on the heat Hold on
0: Hold on everybody
1: Doing the best I can With a couple of beep poops And a bop beep Beep poops Alright i was doing my best Alright 45 minutes That ooze done Alright I'm here. <laughs> I'm Kevin Jank I don't even know If I said that yet But
2: <laughs> I think you did I
1: did now Oh, good. Well, as I was saying, I'll give you a kind of. A, I'm going to give everybody just a sneak peek into one of the most notorious terrible movies that is out there. Besides, uh, takes or uh, Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> That's also pretty bad. Yeah, takes Jason pretty- to Manhattan. So it's weird because, like, for a lovely dinner date, you watch that movie and you're like, that that was a bad movie. And then you watch Trolls too, and you're like. <laughs> This is like an over-the-top bad movie that shouldn't exist, but yet it does. <laughs> so, in case you don't know what Trolls 2, a lot of people know Trolls 2 because of the one line that's in there where he says, they're eating her, and then they're going to eat me.
2: Oh, my God! <laughs> and then
1: it's just the scene ends. Uh, you don't really see what happens to him. In that scene, you're just very confused in that horrible line. But basically what this movie is about, and Kevin, I have no idea um, entirely what this movie is <laughs> about because it, it, it poops so fast forward into this like weird chain of events, but it's about a family who wants to go to this town for vacation to become a
0: farmer family
1: in this town called Millbog.
0: Okay. So they, Off to a
1: great start. So... Yeah, so, but they don't explain why they want to be a farmer family, and they just go right into it. Now, the the whole family is just the greatest thing in this world. So, the father, (laughs) the father in this is, uh, I'll come back to him. The mother's just like your typical mom, loving mom's trying to, you know, stop the arguing when there's an argument going on, and, you know, loving when she needs to be loving, and all that stuff. She's just your typical over-the-top mom. Then there's a teenage daughter... Speaking of factory noises, there always is. So there's a teenage uh, (laughs) there's a teenage daughter that uh, you know there's a uh, (laughs) oh my god there's a teenage daughter who uh, you know is going on this trip, but her boyfriend sneaks into the uh, her like room through the window, typical 80s style, and
0: she Mm -hmm. starts
1: talking about how she basically care more about her than him caring more about his friends. And one of his friends is that guy who goes, oh, my God. So you know
0: this
1: <laughs> he's going to be around. Oh, so that guy's not time. even like a main so, character? No, not at all. He's, he's Oh, I thought character. he was like the star. I know. I <laughs> thought so, too. Not going to lie, I also thought that. But anyways, so, so she's like, well, I'm going on vacation to, you know, with my family to Nilbog, and he's like, uh oh! Can I come too? And she's so like, "Yes, of course you can come with. I'll just let my father know just uh, in, in like five minutes." I was like,
0: "What the fuck? What the fuck this
1: is this weird thing? Like, how do you have this authority?" But the acting is so bad. And he's like, "Great, I'll let my parents know that I'm going on vacation with you." She's like, "Wonderful! I can't wait to spend time with you." You're not bringing your friends, are you? He's like, "No." <laughs> so bad. So so um. This whole argument happens, or a little bickering—not argument happens, but like a little bickering back and forth. This terrible acting, and then we arrive <laughs> to the next day, where uh, the family's already on their way to vacation, and the teenage daughter is very upset because apparently her boyfriend did not show up that morning. So the father is sort going back at it. The, the father doesn't like the father doesn't like this boyfriend at all. The girl, the, the teenage daughter, I can't remember her name. Um, I remember the kid's name. So there's also a, a younger son who keeps seeing their dead grandpa. I don't understand this part of the movie <laughs> at all. But keeps seeing their dead grandpa, who who warns him about these goblins. I don't know. That, that, that has I don't know. It's so weird. so I, I'm trying to get to probably one of my favorite parts in the entire movie, in which Kevin, it doesn't, it's not going to do it justice. So pr- trust me, you'll still want to watch it. So the father is bickering with his daughter now. Thing. Your, that boyfriend, all he does is care about his friends. He doesn't care about you. And she's like, no, no, you don't have to like him. You, I have to like him. And it's this weird, like, <laughs> argument back and forth. And the mother steps in and says, please stop arguing. We are going on a vacation. Please stop arguing. Joshua, who is the son, she says, Joshua, sing a song. Sing a song. Says, I don't
0: want to sing. And then. <laughs> She's like, no, sing a song, sing that song. He's like, okay, okay, row, row, row your boat gently. I was like, what is going on in this movie? This movie is about ten minutes in, and I'm I'm
1: introduced to the weirdest scene in this, and like I've ever seen. It's a daughter and a father <laughs> arguing. The mother yelling at his son to start singing, row, row, row your boat, and then he does. <laughs> going on. sing that song that song you've been practicing all your life oh my god dude I couldn't stop laughing there's so many hilarious parts in that movie <laughs> that I just can't help but like. I was laughing my ass off it was so funny <laughs> Only because oh, I'm so excited so to watch this yeah, dude, you're going to like it. After you watch it, man, I'll probably still be awake. Just give me a call so we can converse, but we're here to talk about this other <laughs> terrible movie. Jason takes Manhattan, and I think it's eight. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Eight, eight the 13th part eight. The eighth one yeah, of these. Here we are. <laughs> mm. And once again, I believe this was supposed to be, as was often the case, this was supposed to be the last one. (laughs) But clearly that did not happen. Um, And they kept on going anyway, even though the director of this one really tried to make this the last one and
0: say that Jason's definitively dead this time.
1: (laughs) But they still Uh just kind of threw that out and continued on anyway. (laughs) I guess he specifically asked, like, hey, can I kill Jason off, like, for real? And they're like, yeah, just, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Like, if you want to bring him back, we'll just bring him back anyway. So (laughs) it's like, well, that's the kind of planning that gets you into this franchise being so shitty and not making any sense and having no continuity because they're just like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) We'll just do what feels right at the time. Yep. (laughs) which sounds about right. Um, so yeah, this movie is called Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, and I don't think we're not even the first 200 people to point out that very little of this movie actually takes place in Manhattan, (laughs) which is kind of the main problem with the movie. I've never actually seen this movie. So when I was brought to, you know, uh, this lovely movie, I could not believe how much, (laughs) how much took place on a boat. I was like, are are we really (laughs) doing this right now? Yep. I would say the majority of it takes place on the boat. Maybe about twenty minutes takes place in New York. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a little bit more, but that that first like two it's pretty much two acts. Two acts are on the boat. Yeah. Like I I would have liked this so much better if they would have split it into two movies. You just have one movie that's all on the boat. It's all Jason killing people in like boat-related ways, and then they they like end up you know just arriving in New York at the very end and like they dump him in some concrete or something so <laughs> so that he can't move or something. And then and then the next movie is just all New York. Someone digs him out. They're like blasting. You know, digging up the building or whatever, and Jason gets free again and just goes on a tear throughout New York. Like that would be great. I think that would be great. I would, I would enjoy that completely. But instead, they kind of did combine them into one movie, and it doesn't really make any sense. (laughs) Because you're not really getting what you were promised. I'm gonna do what we usually do. I'm just gonna ramble off from the beginning to the end. But now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to like explain some of these. But the problem with this one is there is no explanation for most of this movie.
0: Uh, no. But
1: so here we go. We're going to start off at the beginning. All right. So the beginning of the movie takes place on a boat. All right. it's so like a kind of like a Well, actually, the real the of beginning thing. of this movie is in New York <laughs> for some reason. Uh, they just show oh, like the yeah. street life and all kind of stuff that you won't see again for about another hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> um. But there's this guy on the radio, like, giving narration, kind of like one of those old-timey narrators. He reminded me of that episode of Freakazoid where they were just like, Night, the city sleeps, but evil never sleeps. Even when it's really tuckered out from staying up all night listening to the radio in its room. (laughs) That's basically the kind of narration this guy was giving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the opening credits. But, yeah, so after the weird New York credits thing, we are brought to the uh, the smaller yacht where there's a couple on this boat, and they're on Camp Crystal Lake. All right? And they're making yeah. whoopee. I will say, though, this girl is quite attractive in this movie. She is very attractive. Now, you do see <laughs> boobaloos, which is fantastic. Yeah. I, I like yet. that they got um, to the boobs right away in this time. They're like, well, first yeah. five minutes, boobs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It, it was fantastic. So, anyway, so we are uh, we are greeted with this this couple who so happens to be at Camp Crystal Lake, and the, the, the male of this couple starts explaining uh, Jason for some reason, and some of the mythos <laughs> behind Crystal Lake, and explains pretty much all of the other seven movies in a very, very small and very, very tight nutshell. Um, I'm not going to go through exactly what he says, because we've done too many episodes on that already, but
0: uh, yeah, while he's doing is he enough. needs to
1: put the anchor down. So he places the anchor down, which just so happens to go underneath the water like an anchor does, but also grabs onto this extremely large electrical cable that's running in the bottom of this lake. Now, we've never seen this electrical <laughs> cable before and out of the seven nope. movies that we've watched, but this time it's there. Um, and running just under, or just running just above this electrical cable seems to be... I think it's the broken dock that the dad died in in the seventh movie, but somehow Jason's underneath it now as well. Yeah. I so guess when the, the dad dock. came back to life and pulled him down, he somehow pulled him under the wreckage, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, that's the first thing that just boggles my brain in here. But so this yep. electrical cable is underneath Jason, and the rubble is on top of Jason and the electrical cable. So it's pretty much like a Jason sandwich. So basically what ends up happening is this boat is on this extremely – I mean, it's calm waters. It's calm waters. There's nothing going on. But for some reason, underneath the water is an extreme current, cyclone, typhoon kind of thing going on because this anchor is just yanking on this electrical cable
0: like it's nobody's (laughs) business for no
1: reason. The boat's moving nowhere, but this anchor's just yanking and pulling and pulling and yanking. <laughs> him, apparently startles the electrical cable in such a way that starts to electrocute Jason, which we all know, you know, with pa- the past, uh, awakens him from yep. death. So, again, he is reborn from electrical currents. Uh, he rises <laughs> to the top, he gets on the boat, and he kills the couple. You got anything to talk about there, Kev? Uh, not really. Other than apparently, with Jason, after just getting up from his long nap, is apparently his aim is a little bit off. <laughs> he's not normally as as, yeah. as bad of a shot with the harpoon gun as he is this time, where he just kind of whiffs it and completely misses the guy, and it goes right into the wall, <laughs> and he has to kind of make do. I will say some of the deaths in at least the beginning seem slower. It seems like he's moving much slower. He's like observing his victims in a way to where he's just kind of meandering, and then he goes for the kill. I don't know. It's weird. He does that a couple times, both times, actually. That's true. Strange. It's a little strange, but... um, (laughs) He's died so many times, I guess it takes its toll on him eventually. Yeah. It does. Everybody knows that. Um... (laughs) I don't know. I just find found that interesting. So, anyways, so now. <laughs> oh, they did mention uh, on the radio during this scene that uh, the senior class is graduating on the, like Friday the thirteenth, basically. So I guess they're still trying to keep that alive, even though it was kind of missing from many of the movies. They did bring it back to this taking place on Friday the thirteenth. Well, there we go. I I know that there was on the radio that they talked about it. I just couldn't remember what the hell he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so anyway, so we're back, you know, we're back into doing, you know, the whole, you know, meeting and greeting all the teenagers and stuff like that on this, uh, yacht. Uh, we're, we start off though with this, I think it's a female teacher or something like that with a student. This is the most mind blowing and most mind boggling part of this whole movie. Yeah, so student <laughs> yeah I agree. Is a female. What is, what is the female's name? I can't remember her name. Uh, Rennie. Wow. If that's her name, I don't know if they actually mentioned it once them because I definitely don't recognize that name. Um, so anyways, I don't remember the teacher's name, but I think the, the main final girl's name was Rennie. Okay. I'll believe you. So we're introduced to Rennie and female teachers driving to the boat, and they're pretty much just discussing about, oh, are you sure you want to do this? Seems like the movie is kind of doing some foreshadowing as in, hey, you know, maybe something happened on the boat or maybe with a teacher <laughs> or maybe with some students, but we're not entirely sure. She's got some weird past, and the teacher keeps asking her, hey, are you okay? Are you sure you want to do this? And, you know, trying to, you know, kind of like uh, motivate her to, into doing this and spending time with her classmates, blah, 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 <laughs> which... I, now, were I you confused and thinking that... This, uh, that the lady was her mom? <laughs> I did. I was in the beginning. I did think it was her mom in yeah. the Yeah. Because, like, why would this uh, random teacher be driving her there instead of, like, no her idea. uncle? <laughs> I don't know. That's, so uh, a plot twist. <laughs> it's a plot twist. <laughs> so, anyways, um, So we're finally brought to this yacht where we see all these random teenagers and I can't exactly remember, but we're introduced to her uncle who's saying, hey, why is she here? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not entirely sure why he's so against this. (laughs) Because if it's the thing that
0: happened in the past, (laughs) which
1: we're introduced to later, none of that makes any goddamn sense.
0: None of
1: that. Nope. It
0: really doesn't. So anyways.
1: So anyways. We're, uh, in, we are int- we we're introduced to her uncle, which is a big part of this movie. He's one of the main characters, kind of like the a weird antagonist of s- some sorts. So um, uh, we're also introduced to a couple of the other teens. You got the preppy white girl. You've also got the smart Asian girl. They went really good on this one. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I like uh, their team up. They were introduced- good together. I guess uh, we're all yeah. Uh, that's true. Um, But the other scenes that are on the boat that you kind of see later is you got the rocking punk girl, you've got the nerdy camera guy, you've got the sports boxing black man, or black kid, not black man. Um, (laughs) I think that's pretty much
0: the main
1: people. Oh, and then there's the uh, the captain of the yacht. He has a son who has... uh, he has a son who I guess he's trying to push into being a captain of a yacht at some point, mm-hmm. but he's like, Oh, I don't want to do this kind of thing. I don't know. I have no idea. It's a weird chemistry <laughs> there as well, but you know, so yeah, he tries kid, to make the kid the captain remember. for this, for this voyage. And then immediately he's like, all right, what are we going to do first captain? And he like says something and the dad immediately gets mad. And is like, no, you got to do this <laughs> as dads do. <laughs> It was such an awkward part of the movie because the father was so proud of his son. He's like, oh, here's, you yeah. know, I, I give you a gift. Something old, something new. This is something I had when I was a kid, you know, your age. And then here's something new with the, you know, the new computer age. So what do we do first? And he's like, okay, well, let's do this and do a 180. He's like, aren't you forgetting something? i like, oh, I don't know. Because obviously the kid's not an actual uh. captain. And then... The father yep. blows the, the blow horn and says, you need to make a call to let them know you're drifting off. And the kid gets very angry and storms out of there after he found out he was not completely right. I don't know if he was somewhat right, but he wasn't completely right with his answer. So, he, <laughs> Yeah, he definitely he, uh, forgot some he things. He out of there and ran away. So you know, with this kid and with apparently Rennie, Remy, whatever her name is, there's some kind of chemistry happening there. Um, where not only does her, her uncle like this at all, but nope. uh, I think that's just it. Her uncle just doesn't like this at all. The chemistry between the two, and I don't know why. They don't explain why. <laughs> yeah, but
0: they don't. Uh, yeah, they don't make it out like, like this
1: kid's bad or anything. He doesn't seem like he's a delinquent. He's just not a very um, good captain. <laughs> so, now, this all being said. I forgot. Let, let's backtrack because this is probably the most confusing bit of this all. This yacht, let me know if I'm wrong, Kevin. This is on Camp Crystal Lake, isn't it? It's starting on Camp Crystal Lake. Yep. Yeah, supposed to be. Okay. So now my favorite part of the movie is how the lake goes straight to Manhattan. Now, a lot of people know <laughs> that. Camp Crystal Lake shares, shares the shores of Manhattan and Ellis Island. So, I mean, you need to stay out of all of that water because that cruise is going to Manhattan for for part of their trip for their graduating class. So um, also when you watch the other seven movies and you thought that you could see clear across the lake to the other side of the lake, technically you couldn't because there's (laughs) portions of that lake to where if you're in a rowboat trying to row to some kind of shoreline, you ain't going to find it until you get to Manhattan. You're just lost at sea. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, we don't really know exactly how big the lake is, like they call it a lake, but maybe it's the size of Lake Michigan, where you know you can kind of see another shore on the other side, but it's not really the the full shore. <laughs> that's just now, you know I some little inlet of the lake i was I also thought about that, and then I thought to myself, no, like that, that can't be because Camp <laughs> Crystal Lake doesn't fit in with the word "home." So that doesn't make any sense. So it's not that's that true. damn big.
0: Now, I also thought, I
1: think they said that they were on a river. So the lake led to a river. And then I thought to myself again, if that's the case, why the fuck were they on a rowboat for so goddamn long then?
0: This doesn't make any sense. They
1: should have ran into some kind of a shore. There's a lot of things that are just yeah. completely awful about this movie. So Well, if they were coming up on Statue uh, of Liberty like that, they must have made it to the ocean. There would have to be the lake leads into a river, leads into the ocean. Yeah, there's a lot of things wrong. I think. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. With that plot-breaking knowledge, we go on to meeting... uh... Oh, man, I can't exactly... Oh, they're about to take off. They're about to sail away. The captain finally decides to sail without his son, and they sail away. And just as they do, you'll never guess, like Jason's hanging onto some ropes and is taking the ride with him for some reason. It's just like, oh, yep. okay, I guess I'll catch this ride for some reason. So <laughs> Which uh, starts almost immediately. Yeah. Uh there is one thing I want to mention is I didn't understand the the crew hand guy. Uh, Who was going around business saying, you're all going to die. You're the last ones. The last ones of what? (laughs) This isn't like fucking Nightmare on Elm Street where Freddy's out to get certain kids from Elm Street. Like, Jason just
0: kills everyone.
1: (laughs) It's true. Well,
0: I don't know what that was all about.
1: That was true. Until he gets to Manhattan. (laughs) It's no longer true anymore, but... um,
0: Yeah. uh, So...
1: Yeah, I I didn't understand that deckhand either. Um, I liked him. He reminded me of Ralphie from the first one, but that was about it. Yeah. Just always, you're all doomed. How do you know that? What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> How long has it been between
1: this movie and the last movie?"
0: These
1: are all questions. Supposedly, totally, yeah. I looked at the timeline online, and they said it's only like 1998. Last one was supposed to be 1997, so this was supposed to take place, you know, within a year. Okay, so <laughs> anyways, so we move into. Um, and I don't want to explain every single part of this movie because there's a lot of scenes that just kind of move. Because from that, yeah, point there's a on lot of just on, Jason, just Jason killing, killing people, people on the boat. <laughs> right. So I, I, we can't go into every exact kill or every situation because there's so many deaths in this movie because there's so many kids on the boat. So. Yep. um I know there is the a weird part where the like the hot the, blonde chick like decides to try to blackmail the teacher <laughs> by like getting half naked and trying to kiss him and getting him caught on tape. Oh, so you got to, you got to talk about the beforehand. So on on the, uh, on the boat, the white girl and the Asian girl, they go down to the bottom of this boat kind of thing to kind of do some, some cocaine, you know, what all the high school are
0: doing <laughs> nowadays. So, yep. Uh, they
1: bring down oh, some hardcore cocaine, and they <laughs> do the cocaine. And then uh, Rennie, Rennie, whatever her name is, uh, walks past, and she's looking for her dog because uh, she brought her dog on the cruise as well. And uh, mm-hmm. the dog had ran out, and she's looking for it, and she runs into these two doing the sweet cocaine, and the blonde girl thinks that she's going to narc. Shortly after that, Rennie kind of walks away, and then that teacher, her uncle, uh, I can't remember his name. I don't, who gives a fuck? Um, yeah. He walks past and then sees the two in there and he sees the mirror drop because they're in shock. Like, oh, crap, uh, our teacher's here. So they stand up immediately, mm-hmm. drop this mirror that they were doing that sweet cocaine on. He's like, are you, are you, are you two doing the drugs? And he's like, <laughs> no, no, of course not. And uh, the Asian girl was very worried because she's got a, you know, a scholarship that she's hoping to get, and the blonde yeah. girl's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. I'll take, I'll take care of this guy. Don't you worry." She's like, "I won't let us get caught," and then immediately two people walk in and catch them in succession. Oh, I know, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, so this Asian girl, who's you, you, you imagine is probably like the goody two shoes kind of girl. She's now doing the drugs, you know, kind of living her life a little bit. So, but the blonde chick. Uh, she, you know, the, the teacher walks away and he says, you two need to get upstairs, something about a biology project of uh, whatever. I'm not going to get into all that. But so he walks yeah. away and the blonde chick's like, I could deal with that guy but I can't deal with that narc bitch, which is, I don't think there's any evidence of her being a narc bitch, but maybe she is. Not no, no, at all. No, no. Um, so on the boat, she goes upstairs and now the girl is I don't know if she found the dog. Honestly, I have no idea. But now she's talking to her. We'll just call her her mom. She's talking to her mom on the boat, and <laughs> the they're lady walking teacher. near the edge. Just kind of yeah, the lady teacher and um, the blonde chick bumps into her and knocks her off this moving ship, or so we think <laughs> it's moving. Um, not sure. Yeah. Uh, but she falls into the water. She can't swim. She's having these like. Visions of a little boy grabbing her and, you know, dragging her into the water. We have no idea what's going on with this little boy. Oh, maybe it's <laughs> something that had to do with her past. We're not entirely sure. Looks like a normal little boy with brown hair. Yep. That's all we see at first. No disfigurements. Nope, none at all. So, um, <laughs> we, we see her kind of go through these weird visions, and then, you know, the captain's son jumps into the water to help save her, again, off this moving ship. Uh, They're able to catch up to the ship, a.k.a. the ship wasn't moving anywhere. It was just staying in one spot. Uh, They get her back onto the boat, and the blonde chick's like, oh, sorry, it was just an accident. Nothing ever came out of that, by the way. No, that was an accident, she just, like, booked it. (laughs) But the Asian chick was definitely an accomplice to that. So this little goody two-shoes I thought was hysterical that she's doing drugs and uh, attempted murder. Yep. (laughs) Yep. It was such a, like, I don't understand Uh, what the point of that was. Like, now you just pissed this girl off. Now she'll definitely narc on you. (laughs) She didn't seem to care about you guys at all before, but now you've attempted to murder her. (laughs) She's probably going to sell on you. Which doesn't even come out of anything either way. But the blind girl's (laughs) like, well, now it's time to take care of the, you know, the male teacher because, you know, he saw us possibly doing a little bit of cocaine. So she comes up with a, a ruse to where she jumps in a robe kind of thing and lures him into her cabin where he uh, goes in there and asks for a biology project. I don't know. And
2: she takes <laughs> off her clothes.
1: She's still wearing bra and underpants on, but pretty much just she's going to blackmail him. So she starts making out with this guy, but she also has the camera dweeb in on this, so he's videotaping this. And then the whole thing, in conclusion, uh, the teacher's like, no, don't, no, give me that tape, no, no, give me that tape, oh, you'll never get away with this kind of thing. And, I don't know, I not shit, stop. <laughs> yeah. Everyone dies so, soon after, so this never really pans out into anything. Right. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth with just different students just dying from that point on, and a couple just before that. Um I will say, though, at some point they keep saying that Jason's on the ship. I think Remy, Rennie, whatever, whoever the fuck it is maybe starts <laughs> it. I'm not entirely sure, but then the deckhand... No, maybe it's the deckhand. Yeah, the I think it was, the creepy deckhand. ...with this guy. Um, but he keep saying that Jason's on the ship and he's killing people and Three of the students, the male students, including the the sports black guy, come up with a plan to try to hunt him down by taking these different weapons and just looking for him. Um, my favorite <laughs> part in the movie is the part like he's he's picking these these three male students off one by one. Jason is. He kills one by throwing him off a ladder. Then I don't remember how he killed another one. I, I don't remember, but. The black guy comes along and the black guy's got this gun but he's like looking for Jason but <laughs> Wait, wait I like the uh, the part where he were they're picking weapons and he, the black guy's just like uh which one do you want? They're like, which one do you want? He's like none. And you think he's just gonna box Jason, but then he's like, Accept this gun <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He say
0: that. <laughs> I thought that
1: was pretty funny. That was kinda of funny. But, but probably the favorite part <laughs> of the movie. Oh, let me back up. Was it, was it just me? Or did, uh, did you also realize that somehow when Jason was in the water, that we'll just say that one year, he learned how to teleport? <laughs> yep. Okay, good. A little There's many weird. many times in this movie where Jason is chasing after someone, and the people are looking at Jason, and then they turn around, to run the other way, and Jason's now in front of them. That happens probably four or five times in this movie.
0: (laughs) Is the part eight one in the
1: Friday the 13th game the one that can teleport? I think one of them actually has that ability where it's more than just the usual travel by mist or whatever. He just flat out teleports. (laughs) Yeah, well, that definitely is showcased in this movie. Uh, He does it many times. (laughs) The first time I saw it was when he killed the punk rock girl he was on top of these, uh, on top of these grates, this, uh, like, um, upper area beneath the ship for, like, the whole steam thing and how they get the ship moving and whatnot. She, he's chasing after the girl who's also on the same level as she is. She runs down the stairs to go even further into the bowels of this uh, ship, and he's already down there looking at her. <laughs>
0: I was like, he was just up there. Would he
1: jump over her? I was so confused. I was like, what the fuck? And he does this a bunch of times. Um, he does the same <laughs> with the kid on the ladder. He's uh, the kid sees yeah. Jason. He's on kind of like on the other side of the ship, and the kid's like, "Oh God, I gotta get away." The only thing you can think of apparently is to climb up the, to the crow's nest. And he's climbing up the crow's nest. He looks down. <laughs> Jason's still staring at him. He's like, "Oh God!" So he looks back up, and before you know it, Jason's grabbing him off the ladder. He's already more than halfway <laughs> up this crow's nest. But Jason grabs him and throws him off the ladder. You're like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> he's just a very fast right. climber.
1: Which I would have loved to have seen. Can you imagine just watching yeah. Jason just, like, climb that ladder extremely fast? Oh, that would be so funny. So, anyway. <laughs> Looks like Mega so Man. Jason's just, yeah, Jason's just taking these people <laughs> off one by one. Easy kill, easy kill, crazy kill, crazy kill, easy kill. And then the black guy with the gun, he's, like, he's got us with the bottom and he goes to turn around, Jason's there, and Jason just picks him up and throws him off the ship. I was like, oh, God, please tell me he dies right now because black people
0: can't swim. And then he doesn't get out of the water. And I was like, "Yeah, he just sank
2: to the bottom. He's dead. Jason knew. He's
0: racist. Oh,
1: my God. I was laughing so hard at that part. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe the black guy turned that way. So, anyways, we find out later he wasn't actually dead, but – Oh, man. I no, apparently forever. he could swim. Forever and ever. Oh, God. This is so funny. <laughs> um, so, anyways, the ship is starting to slowly sink now because Jason keeps throwing all the kids yeah. into computers and starting fires and well, they, creating holes They in found the, the captain was dead. So, that kind of really took uh, them yeah. off that they're in
0: trouble. <laughs>
1: yep. Um. So, at this point, it's the Rennie... The, the captain's son, the uncle, and then her mom are pretty much staying together <laughs> and trying to make their way to uh, a, one of the lifeboats, I believe. I'm just kind of skipping <laughs> ahead here a little bit because it's is madness. So they make their way to one of the lifeboats, and as they get down there and they begin to row, we see the black kid emerge from the water, scaring the bejesus out of all of them, uh, making him think that it was, I guess, Jason or something. I don't know. I have no idea. But they pull the black kid above him <laughs> the boat. Oh, by the way, she finds her dog and she gets that dog on that boat. That becomes important. Oh, yeah. When I watched this movie, <laughs> I had no idea if the dog was on the boat. And then at the very end of the movie, when you see the dog, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> was the dog like with
0: the whole so She talks like Jason. You just tracked him anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. So they get on the boats, and they start paddling. They're trying to find shore. It takes them, I think, a a solid – it was definitely at least 24 hours because they started paddling at night, and then daytime came. They were in this fog for a while, and then nighttime came again. (laughs) They couldn't find shore in this this, uh, crystal lake. um,
0: Yeah. It just seemed a lot. Paddling,
2: paddling paddling,
1: paddling. It takes them a solid at least 24 hours, we'll say. The black kid looks as he's pretty much falling asleep because they're dead tired from rowing. He looks and just there, if you just look just above the horizon, just before the sky, the water on Crystal Lake, they could see the Statue of Liberty just glistening. So the black guy screams, There it is, Manhattan. We finally made it to the other side of Crystal Lake. Um, so they, <laughs> they start rowing faster and faster because now they're motivated. So uh, they row into probably the, uh, the ghettoist part in Manhattan or at least the shoreline there. Um, yeah, which then, the uncle immediately points out. He's like, well, we're finally saved, but you know, you had to pick this spot to come ashore. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. He old does man! it He thought we were going to die. He does it a lot in this movie. So like the old guy, the, the, the male teacher, he says this shit a lot. Like, he doesn't give a fuck about this captain's son at all. Like, before, when the <laughs> captain's son, son found the dead, the dead father, they're like, well, can you get us back on track? Can you get us back on course? And he's like, I'm doing my best. And the uncles just antagonizing him the whole time. And then they get down to the rowboat, yeah. and they start, you know, the, the kid's paddling, with the other black kid's just trying to get somewhere, and the guy's like, oh, you got us lost again. <laughs>
0: like, what the what? <laughs> fuck? Like, you're not even paddling. You're
1: sleeping, you old fart. So then, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, so they make it to shore, and as soon as they get up there, they're like, oh, we should call someone. Probably a good idea since the Titanic 2 just happened. So they get over (laughs) to, I think, as they start meandering down the street, a couple punks. These two punks come up from New York, uh, you know, your typical Mexican guys, and they're asking for money and uh, they're robbing them pretty much at gunpoint, and they, you know, they hand over their wallets and stuff like that. They wanted a little something extra, so they take Rennie with them, so they can make some <laughs> sweet whoopie But uh, So the uncle was kind of right. He they, they probably shouldn't have there. come ashore there, <laughs> turns out. yep, uh, He was right. He's got experience on those streets. Uh, but they take <laughs> Rennie, they drug her up, uh, which doesn't come out of anything. I thought she would have been, like, all drugged out, or like whatnot, but no, that doesn't... Yeah, that's happen. true. She, this, she, she shakes it off real quick. Not, never. Yeah, she sure does. Um, so as this guy sticks the drugs into her and is about to make his way with her, uh, we see Jason... Now, I, I will preface this. Yes, Jason swam all the way from that boat all the way <laughs> to apparently the same docks that they, they, they stacked or stopped at, which doesn't make any sense. No sense was made. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked underwater that whole way. He could do that kind of thing. He's like Godzilla. I just, I don't understand the concept. Like, somebody on set had to have said, does this make sense? <laughs> Maybe oh, the boat okay. didn't sink, and he captained it that whole way. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that. So, anyway, so Jason <laughs> makes to shore, and as this Mexican guy oh, did like, makes his way with... When uh, when Jason gets to the shore, and uh, he's he comes up and oh, there's like a yeah. giant billboard for hockey masks. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of like turns that part was pretty great because it's the exact the exact hockey mask he has on. Yeah, I agree that that was yep. pretty cool.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, but Jason shows like up moment. as the dude uh, the dude's about to rape Rennie, and uh, he pretty much just punches his way through the dude's chest, with not only his fist, but also the <laughs> the use of needle. The other guy yeah. uh, shows up and says, "Hey, I forgot my money." I don't know what that meant. <laughs> so uh, the guy shows up and then tries shooting Jason, but then Jason pretty much just kills him right there. As he's killing him, yeah, he plugs off like trying six shots. to Make her way back to the group. Uh, the right, guy <laughs> runs away. Um, yeah, Jason's kind of like Batman in this movie. <laughs> Murdery. Which we do see Batman advertisements in this movie as well in Times Square. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so uh, I I don't know exactly. I, it's all merging together. I, at some point, we see the black guy running up on top of the building and has a boxing <laughs> match with uh, Jason. Uh, he boxes <laughs> him until his he has nothing left in him, and then Jason just gives him one solid swing and just cold cuts his head straight off of his body. <laughs> It goes flying into a garbage can.
0: It's pretty yep. awesome.
1: <laughs> um, and then Jason gave him to the end old rope-a-dope, the... let him tire himself out, and then just went in for the kill. Yeah. Well, how did the female teacher die, or did she die? She, I think when, uh, at, a, at a certain point, they, like, steal a car and they're driving it, and, like, they end up in a car crash, and I believe the teacher died in the car crash.
2: Oh wow!
1: I just was didn't care, but yeah. Uh, they, they <laughs> yeah. Do steal a car? I do have to say that it was a cop car, I think, or no? <laughs> I think so. It was just a regular car. It does sound about right. Well, they, yeah. They, they steal a car. Oh, uh, it was a cop car because the cop gets out and oh. tries to do something, and Jason kills him or something. Yeah, the uncle had flagged down a cop, and they showed up, and. He was, like, not buying any of their story, but then he just got killed. That's right. So, what? Renny jumps up front, and she starts driving as fast as she can, and she sees another vision of the little boy that she continuously sees throughout this movie. And uh, (laughs) the only thing she could think of, most people, and every other movie I've ever seen is when a little boy shows up, they're like, I thought she was just going to, like, turn the wheel really quickly and just crash it. But instead, she decides to just ram this vision of a little boy and <laughs> crash the car anyway.
0: <laughs> if she actually did
1: turn the wheel, they probably would have made it out without losing the female teacher and having a car still. Yeah. Um,
0: well. <laughs> she knew so that little boy it was no good.
1: So at some point, we find out what this little boy is. I can't remember exactly what part of this process actually happened, but... She sees uh, we we finally get the vision of exactly why she's paranoid and why they didn't want her on a ship or why she wasn't comfortable about going on the ship it was when she was a yeah, like very young women, maybe five or six years old. Her uncle and her were on a rowboat, and I think they were yeah they were discussing how Jason, when he was a little boy, had died in that lake, and her uncle, the only way that he can get her apparently to teach her how to swim is to throw her in the lake and say, you need to swim because Jason's going to come and grab you. So, from <laughs> that point on, uh, we, we get why she's so scared of everything in this world.
0: Fed up yeah, this world. which
1: didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, she saw a little nope. boy Jason at that point, but he would have been a full-grown adult
0: by that time.
1: Yeah, like there so many years in the future past the, fir- or the second movie that he would have been a full-grown adult, so there's just a ghost of him in the lake? Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. And there are no deformities to this kid until the very end of the movie, where you see his eye kind of droopily duping. But that's about it. Yeah.
0: Even
1: in the... Uh, yeah. The... Uh, the the very beginning scene, they even, when they were talking about how the little boy died or Jason died, uh, they did like a back, uh, kind of like back to the past, kind of like, oh, this is Jason, you know, kind of like swimming in the water and slowly drowning. This kid looked like yep. a normal kid. I was like, what the fuck? He did. i was so confused. He had hair. He out. had a, everything looked normal. Yep. It, 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 I, I didn't know what was going on. Um, I still don't truly know what's happening, but. Um, at some point, Jason catches up to the uncle and then decides to drown him and uh, the only thing I can think of is nickel loading and slime. So the uncle finally <laughs> died. Well, that's the uh, thing. Apparently in New York in the 80s, there's just barrels of toxic waste laying all over the place at all times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. That in the alleys, the in on. the sewers.
1: <laughs> yep. Which I'll explain why it why wow, that didn't make any sense here in a second. So uh, they're now getting chased by Jason, and Jason is now walking throughout all the streets of New York. Now, he's not damaging a single soul. He did damage the radio, but nothing yeah. else.
0: Nothing he hates else rap music, apparently. He
1: hates rap music, and then when he kicks over the radio, <laughs> the the gangster kids are like, hey, what are you doing? And then he just reveals his ugly face, and they're like, oh, okay. just Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. you good. We're bad. You're good.
0: So, um, <laughs> he's, he's an, an ugly continued... punk like us. <laughs> so he
1: continues <laughs> trying to hunt down these two that are left, Rennie and the Captain's son, and he is on the hunt. Now they go into a subway. He chases them through a subway. They're in a, a, a sewer. They chase them through the sewer. Now they find. A <laughs> I did like that
0: on the subway. There,
2: like, they're like, someone help us, please.
1: That one's just like
2: nah,
1: <laughs> just sitting there not wanting to give yeah, him that's all. That's New York.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: um but yeah so as they're in the sewer they run into one of the workers down there and he says well we got to get you out of here in about 10 minutes the sewers are going to flush out and it's going to flush everything with it so and they start screaming well do you know the way out and he's like yes of course i do so he starts leading them on the way out but of course jason catches up with them you know he uses his telephone <laughs> powers to get over to them, and uh kills the worker, is about to kill the guy, with she, uh, the girl, as I don't remember exactly what happened. But So and Jason comes up, and he grabs the worker and knocks uh, the captain's son into the wall, which knocks him out. So she yeah. runs to find a weapon or something because uh, the captain's son's not waking up. And the only thing she can find is this bucket of waste, this hazardous, <laughs> toxic waste. So then she picks this bucket up, just lying around. which is on the sewer, yeah, just lying around on the sewer ground, picks up the bucket, <laughs> and throws it in Jason's face. Now, my question here is, the sewer worker says the sewer floods every night at midnight. You're telling me that that bucket <laughs> of waste has made it past every single wave that, and flood that's <laughs> ever happened in there and not getting anywhere? Uh, Obviously, it's fresh anyway. waste that they just put down there that day. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess and so.
1: decided to leave the bucket, even though they knew that that would get flushed away. Yep. Yeah, but it, it didn't. It got, it, got <laughs> it got good because she used it and throws it in Jason's face. He rips off his mask and is <laughs> this is the worst makeup effects I've ever seen. So we hear. We hear <laughs> Jason, like, growling and screaming and blah, blah, blah. Oh, he screams. Yeah, it's this weird scream a... I've never heard in my life. Uh, he's screaming. He hates it. He doesn't want any part of this waste in his face. But she gets the captain's son up. They start trying to climb up a ladder before uh, the, the flooding happens. And I think it's just a flood of toxic waste what it looked like. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess. But how did none of that splash on her, like, on the ladder? Like, I'm sure some of that would have got oh, her God. leg and, like, <laughs> eaten her leg off. <laughs> or maybe it's just poo water in the sewer, and Jason's allergic to poo water.
0: <laughs> That's it's like poo his one on weakness. <laughs> his but poo. They're climbing up this poo.
1: And they're doing the best they can, but they can't open up the grate. Jason starts climbing up the ladder and grabs the girl, but this time he can't pull her off the ladder. It's like she's melted to her. Now, he can pull off boys, but not girls. So the toxic waste <laughs> wave comes, knocks him off the ladder, and he starts to slowly melt away in the toxic waste until there's nothing but his mask left. The uh water yep. finally starts to die down and we uh we see the, the couple or whatever, the you know, the two boy girl get out of there and then they finally <laughs> the the well, not, not just the mask is left stuff. though, there's a little there's also a little boy now. <laughs> was oh, apparently right. dead.
2: Which were, I'm not,
1: just laying there. Just, I don't know if that was her vision though, or if that was actually just a true New, New York little boy.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: no, but, I guess that was supposed to be. Yeah. That's how they were saying, you know, Jason's really dead this time because he's not just a, you know, a corpse that can get hit by lightning again. Now he's just a little boy <laughs> who's dead. So it's totally the end of it. But clearly that didn't work out. <laughs> Whatever. Um. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. It's a trash movie. Uh, it's a movie with. Oh, well, did we mentioned the the yeah, ending though? The surprise uh, ending where the, they make it up to the sewer or out of the sewer, and then they're how, like having a good hug, and uh, they look over, and something <laughs> terrifying, or the the lady's eyes open up wide, and it turns out she sees the dog. Oh yeah, I said that. The dog okay, who made it this whole horrible way. Horrible bullshit. <laughs> And I said, yeah, they got out of the sewer and found their dogs.
0: I just did it a lot
1: nicer than what they did in the movie.
0: So yeah, true. That's Jason takes Manhattan.
1: You know, because he killed two people from Manhattan and just a bunch of teenagers. That's all it takes to take Manhattan. You kill one cop and some rapists and <laughs> it's yours.
0: Yep. Oh yeah, I but yep, you were correct. <laughs> so I gotta say, I movie. really did not like the
1: uh, fact that Jason was screaming.
0: <laughs> that
1: was weird. Used to him just being quiet, I like no matter what happens, and now it's just to hear this weird like scream come out of him. I didn't like that. I'm pretty sure it was Jason saying the words as a kid, like when he's trying to climb up the ladder and he's screaming, "Mommy, help me!" I was like. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Oh, that was so weird.
0: <laughs>
1: that, that tried to get too uh, too out there for me. That's something I don't need in my Jason. I like him when he's badass, not screaming and making little boy noises.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, <help me>. whatever. <laughs>
1: that's, that's not good for anyone.
0: I mean, I did like about this
1: movie that they did try to do something different, which I think you had to do at this point. Like if they would have done another movie set right around Camp Crystal Lake, where he's going after campers or just people in a house, it would have gotten pretty stale and, and, so I think they did have to do something different they just tried to cram too many different things into one and apparently like the reason there was so little New York is like they couldn't get the budget <laughs> so they're just like oh we'll film on this boat instead but that's just kind of unsatisfying yeah uh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. That's pretty awful pretty yeah. awful do you like this one or Seven better? Uh, they're both <laughs> terrible movies, but if I have if I was held at gunpoint that having to watch one of them, I'd probably watch this one again. But I agree. I found it easier to get through, even though trouble. it was probably even more full of plot holes. Somehow, <laughs> there was definitely a lot more laugh out loud moments in this one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, at least it at least gave you some comedy. How all horror movies. All horror movies need to be like that. Laugh out loud <laughs> moments. I agree. That's what I look for. Yep. Trash. That's why I'm excited about Troll 2. Yep. <laughs> Troll 2 is just a delight. <laughs> just a delight. Turn the heater off. All right, well, let's talk about uh, some categories. Uh, yep. Best-looking final girl, we've got Megan from Six or Rennie from this one. The girl no one like knows her name. <laughs> yep. I like the look of I think this chick's pretty cute. I hated her, but I think she's cute. <laughs> yeah, this is honestly a tough call because I, I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I did like her. She's very cute. I don't know if I could – it feels weird to say that she's, like, the hottest <laughs> – one we've seen so far? Because <laughs> I wouldn't say she's like, oh, my God, smoking hot, but she was definitely cute. Yep. I think she is probably the cutest one out of all of them. I mean, every movie has, like, the hot girl, so you don't need the hottest
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, Like, uh, whatever they're called. I don't remember what you just called them. Like, the last girl in the movie. Oh, the final but, girl? Uh, yeah. yeah usually, yeah, girl. they're usually not uh, the hottest one in the movie. <laughs>
0: But she looked pretty cute. I liked her.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess guess I'll
1: go with that. This is honestly a tough call between her and Megan, but that's fair. I definitely did like her. Her nose was a little weird, but... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Megan was cool because she had the attitude, but I think this chick is cuter than she did. Or she was. The other Hmm. chicks just had a better personality, but we don't have a category for that. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, because that doesn't count for anything. (laughs) No. Not at all. All right, well, uh, best-looking girl of the movie overall. Oh, I I know who you're going to say, and it's going to piss me off. I'm going to say the chick in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean her face wasn't really all that great from what I remember. What are
0: you talking about? It was delicious.
1: <laughs> hmm. Let's see. I'm going to look this up again. Because you're going to say the blonde girl, aren't you? You're going to say that blonde girl stupid. Oh, no. Definitely not. <laughs> oh. Not this time. <laughs> uh, I don't know who I'd really go with. Like again, like I liked the the punk rock girl's look, but like her face wasn't very good either when they actually kind of showed it. <laughs> yep, I, I, um, I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, we kind of kind of whiffed a little on that. Um, I mean the Asian chick was all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not against her either. I mean, if we if if we're good on that, I'll settle for the Asian chick. Okay. But I didn't get to see her boobs where I saw the other chick's boobs, so, I mean, she <laughs> should technically lose points there.
0: <laughs> but
1: you could imagine her boobs. And her sideways vagina.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> <heard of> her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Best kill of the movie. Ooh, this one's going to be tough, because I've got two that are in mind. Oh, okay. I also have two. What's Let's see say what say uh, oh, okay. Um, I would say either um, the head that got punched off. I would say that one was fun, okay. and my other one would be uh, Wayne, the nerdy camera kid, who like got thrown into a like control belt and started on fire. Wow, those are two that I was not actually going to say at all. <laughs> So wow. uh, my two are uh the sauna rock uh through the guy's chest or hmm. um, or the uh the syringe when the, he punched through the dude's chest and you can see the syringe slowly come out of his chest. I was like, Oh, man, this is <laughs> be kind of Freddy style.
0: I was like, Oh, that's pretty good. Uh,
1: I mean, it's not much of an effect. It's pretty much just taking a t-shirt and sticking a needle through it. Well, you saw the skin, though. You could actually see the needle come through the skin, and that's why, that's why I thought that that was pretty neat. Hmm. I mean, to me, the needle was unnecessary. Like, it was fine enough that he did that, but, like, once you're punching your hand into somebody... <laughs> The needle's kind of unnecessary.
2: Just your hand and will do it. And that's
1: the part. That's <laughs> the part that makes it hilarious to me. Like, why did he need that? No point. But I like the sauna <laughs> rock, too, because that's like... That's not only just being beaten to death with a rock through the chest, but now it's burning your insides. And I was like, oh, that's... That's a little gruesome. Oh, I don't even... Rem- Who is that? I don't even remember that one. Uh, the guy was in a sauna, and... <laughs> The scene was just trash, but the guy was in a sauna <laughs> and he was laying down. And apparently, this is the guy who was uh in the boxing match.
0: <laughs> just kept getting the oh again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. so, uh, I remember that. The, the loser. Uh,
1: yeah. So he he goes in uh into the sauna to kind of just relax, and he's laying down, and he puts the towel over his face. And he hears somebody come in, and he, for some reason, immediately thinks that it's Julius, the black guy. He's like, hey, Julius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I probably should just work on my left and my right a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, but it's Jason who's <laughs> walking in there. And Jason grabs a rock and is like, Julius, what, what are you doing, man? And he,
0: <laughs> he
1: takes the rock and just shoves it through his chest. But you can see the rock go through his chest. <laughs> that was the thing. That was what's oh, different that's with pretty this cool. movie opposed to some of the other ones. So you can actually see the rock actually enter his chest, and you see the steam billowing out. And that also reminds me of, like, A Nightmare on Elm Street Kill because you're just like, oh, you're actually watching this. It's kind of gruesome. Whereas, like,
0: I yeah. like
1: that in a lot of the other Friday the 13th. So, I don't know. If you don't remember that part, I highly recommend looking it up. Let me see if it's on the YouTube real quick.
0: Yeah, maybe um, I just didn't...
1: wasn't watching that at that point, point that but I do remember him dying, but I didn't remember looking and seeing that because that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm not totally against it at least the way that sounds yeah it's on a death scene oh okay yeah I'd probably go with I would say for me it's either between that one or the head (laughs) oh yeah yeah, this one's just cool, man. I love the a rock. You see the flames busting out of his stomach, too, with the rocks going in there. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: That's pretty good. All right, we'll go head with that. Was just ridiculous. The ridiculous. Head- <laughs> I liked it, though. When I saw that, I was like... This is this the fact is the that it goes off into a garbage can. Out
0: of the Oh, my Ah.
1: That's why I love this so I much. I hated that I mean, the head looked pretty bad. It wasn't a very, like, realistic-looking head at all, but I like that, again, Jason did put it in a car. <laughs> That's his go-to prank now. <laughs> yeah, no. He did do that. <laughs> yeah. He loves doing that. All right, I guess we'll go with that sauna then. I'm good with yeah. that. yeah. Um, out of the best di- character? ridiculous ones, I would say the head. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know any of these characters really jumped out at me as being particularly amazing. <laughs> I think the best character's acting skills, I'm going to give it to the camera guy. I think that that guy was actually a pretty good actor, but I don't like any of them. Hmm. Yeah, When he was talking to JJ, the punk girl. I was like, "Oh man, this guy can!" Act. I think he could actually act. It was like it was his mannerisms <laughs> and the way he was talking. It wasn't just saying lines. He was making, you know, face gestures and doing stuff like that. I was like, "Oh my god, this is weird." I haven't seen somebody who can act in this movie in a while. So I think he's <laughs> been acting. True, Kevin Bacon. I would say probably the best character. I'm stuck between. At least out of the most memorable, I would say, either The Uncle or The Blonde-Headed Chick, yeah. the blackmailing thing. <laughs>
2: yeah. I did kind of
1: like her shenanigans. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, The Uncle, I mean, he just seems like a good actor. He seems like, you know, your typical guy who's going to play a crusty Dean in any type of movie. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Choice is yours.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I guess I'm going to go with the blonde girl. She has some good comedy moments. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm cool with that.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. All right.
1: Well, there it is. We've done another one. Only three more to go. Now I gotta rent them from now on, minus the Pretty vs Jason. Yeah, I also have that one, but not the other two. What? Are we watching Pretty vs Jason? Because we got Pretty Goes to Hell is next, and then we're saving Jason X though for later, right? Yeah. Oh wait, so we got four left. What am I thinking? Yeah, technically. Yeah, we got four left. Four of these shit movies left. Dude, Jason goes to hell next. Then we'll do Freddy vs. Jason, then Jason X, and then the reboot. Sweet. The old reboot. I do, I I think, from what I recall, I kind of like Jason Goes to Hell. I don't know if I've ever seen it uncut. I, I remember seeing it on TV a lot. Um... Uh there's parts uh, definitely parts of it I like even though some of it gets really weird. I remember the beginning of it being really cool and it's like, oh, finally <laughs> somebody's being smart. <laughs> but huh. We'll see. I've never we'll seen see. it. We'll see. It's uh You're it's very strange. I've only seen the
0: first one.
1: I think it was a uh a different movie Uh, Like like company, like a different studio had taken over by this point. So I think it's not even called – I mean, I can't remember. If they just called it Jason Goes to Hell and kind of didn't even put the part nine, they're just like, yeah, we're just going to make this Jason Goes to Hell because they don't have the rights to the name or something like that. I
0: don't
1: remember how that works. Maybe we'll find that out. But, yeah, I think it's uh, it's a different studio. That's why it's on a different DVD than the, the first eight. Lovely. <laughs> but you like the ending of uh, Jason Goes to Hell? Is uh a, a very secret ending? You no, know, it's actually in the movie, so it's not that oh. secret. <laughs> well. It's not even like post-credits; like it's actually the just in the, in the movie. Oh. Nope. Yeah. So that'll be good. We'll figure it out. So there'll definitely be stuff stuff to talk about in that one for sure. Interesting.
0: Uh, all right, I don't know, I um, He
1: said that it's a pretty terrible movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, he
1: sure did. What? What are you gonna do? I can't go from here tonight.
0: Yep. I mean, they're all yeah. goddamn
1: terrible movies. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we're learning through going through all these is most of them pretty bad. <laughs> yep. They're making me want to cut my own wrists. <laughs> it's all right, because soon you'll get to finally watch the Rocky movies, and all will be right with the world. We'll have to figure that one out, because I don't know how I'm going to go about <laughs> doing that one yet. Cause I seriously don't want to rent eight movies. It's <laughs> a lot of money to just, shout just to watch these movies. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, I'll send you some Amazon gift cards to kind of cover part of that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right, well, let's uh all let's right. talk a little Weird Al. Oh, boy, can we? <laughs> I know, it's your favorite part of the show. But we got some real good ones this time, at least the first two, and then it's kind of a little bit of a tumble downhill after that. But the first two were all-timers. All right. (laughs) So it won't all be bad. One of the two. Well, this is the third album Weird Al made, uh, like 1985, I want to say. This album was called Dare to Be Stupid, so you can probably guess what the first Uh one's going to (laughs) be. I don't know. Is it going to be Dare to Be Stupid? Wow, you're good at this. I'm doing great. I powers. Hate this like, song.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, I How can you hate this song? This
1: song is amazing. I don't. You never liked it.
0: Wow.
1: This one like I I love Weird Al, and I love his parodies, but this song, I know you like it. But this song, oh god, I do not like the song at all.
0: Wow.
1: This must be because you hate 80s music. <laughs> because to me this song is so fucking catchy even if the lyrics were just trash like just the song itself would be phenomenal like I love it so much it's so catchy and so good and I just love everything about it now do you know who this is a style parody of? I don't remember exactly who it is I probably know it as soon as you said it I know it's the dudes with the red hats and the yellow whatever (laughs) yep Yep, it's a parody of uh, Devo, is the band name. Oh, yes. Right, 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 Devo. They had a bunch of hits in, like, the 80s. They were kind of goofy, like, kind of like Weird Al. Um, Whip It was probably the biggest one. Uh, Uncontrollable Urge is a big one. The uh, I think that's the one that they use on that, uh, what was that show? Uh, that we were watching in South Carolina. Um, Ridiculousness. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, so they got a lot of lot of great songs, and this is kind of like the greatest Devo song that Devo never actually recorded. <laughs> it's got some crazy lyrics. It sounds just like one of their songs. Um, I love it, even if you don't. But let's let the audience hear it and judge for themselves.
0: So good. All, right. All right,
2: there it is. There it is. All <laughs> right.
0: that's gonna make
1: it in the list for sure. That's good. All right. Yep. <laughs> definitely. I definitely agree on that, and would fight you with tooth and nail, and syringe I that I found that? on the ground full agreed? of street scum. <laughs> oh, we we good. We good. We'll put that right in the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you'll be more of a fan of the next one. Um, this is another one of the all-time greats. Um, this is one that always makes the greatest hits and that kind of thing. And it's, uh, it, was, it had its own video and everything. So that's, that's always a good sign. Um, this is a little song called One More Minute. Oh, I thought you are going to play it. I love this song. <laughs> oh th- yes. I'm glad you're with me on this one. <laughs> I uh I saw Weird Al do this one live at that last tour he did. And he told a little story going into it that was pretty funny. Um I'll tell you about it after we listen to the uh song. This is basically like a style parody of like 60s or uh, kind of doo-wop songs, kind of like Elvis-inspired doo-wop songs like that. Um and it's it's a love song. Um of sorts. <laughs> I do love all of Weird Al's yep. love songs pretty much cuz they're always just weird and take weird angles that nobody else would do. Um, and here it is It's called One More Minute
2: I oh, can't just see what I'm trying to say Darling, I'd rather have my blood Sucked out by leeches Leeches Shove an ice pick under a toenail for two I'd rather clean All the bathrooms in Grand Central Station With my tongue With my tongue
1: Song.
0: <laughs> I don't know where he came <laughs> up with all those god.
1: awesome things, but they're so descriptive and so just awful. So I love it. And disturbing that he that he thinks of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Diving naked on a pile of thumbtacks and shit. It's just like, oh god, that really would just be awful. <laughs>
0: it's just the
1: worst. <laughs> So when they did that in concert, he was telling a story about how that was like uh, you know, like the new single. At some time, I think they wanted him to be on, on some kind of TV show. I forget what it was. I think it was American Bandstand or something like that. Uh, they wanted him to do that song on the show. But the, the TV censors had a problem with one of the lines. The line where he's like, I'd rather uh, clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my tongue. And uh, they're like, well, that's just too gross. <laughs> We can't say that on the air. Like, we're gonna have to censor that. And he's like, "Oh man, like, I don't really want you to, but fine, whatever. You gotta do what you gotta do." And so when they played it on the air, the network ended up censoring it by bleeping out one of the words, so that it ended up coming out like, "I'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my beep,"
0: <laughs> and we're just like, "Well, that's much worse." <laughs> 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 <Jesus>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think people are gonna assume something totally different that's much, much worse than, than the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good, good old censors. No. <laughs> um next up, this one I'm not a huge fan of. It's musically it's alright. Um it's kind of a parody of like all those old like 50s, early 60s horror movies that used to have like their own theme songs to go along with it. Um, the kind of thing like uh, they, they kind of paid homage to these kind of things later with the kill, uh, attack of the killer tomatoes and uh, uh, killer clowns from outer space, those kind of things where they all had, you know, it was all usually involved something coming from outer space and it would have its own theme song. So this is uh, a song called slime creatures from outer space. Um, it's, it's kind of the one of the two songs he's done that was like this. <laughs> we'll get into one of the other ones later on down the line, but neither of them are my favorites. Um, so here we'll listen to it. Slime creatures from outer space. a couple years since I had until I cut this up because I never really felt much of a need to listen to it to be honest but I like the music yeah it's It's cool yeah it's not terrible it's just I don't know doesn't really do a whole lot (laughs) I will say there's uh, there's one other song on this album that we're not going to talk about on this list it was on the last list um and besides the polka, which we never really talk about. But uh, there's a weird, a weird thing that Weird Al did on this album where they just did uh, the theme song to George of the Jungle. Like, not a parody Aww. of it, not a parody of some other song where they make it about George of the Jungle. They just flat out did the George of the Jungle theme song. <laughs> And not like, oh, they did a crazy punk version or, like, a slow piano version or something. No, it, it sounds pretty, like, faithful to the original version, so it's just kind of like, ah, uh, that's that's a weird choice, I guess. <laughs> Odd. It's not bad or anything, but it's not an original song, and it's not a parody, so it's not making either of these lists. It's a strange thing, but Okay. <laughs> Um, so this next song we're going to look at this is a song I'm really conflicted on um, because honestly I think it's catchy as fuck uh, I really like the sound of it um, it's it's a great song for anyone who's not Weird Al I would say <laughs> it's oh. a problem kind of like with That Boy Could Dance where it's just like well this isn't funny I don't even understand how this is supposed to be funny but the song itself is actually really good. Um, this is the song um, called This Is The Life, which you'll probably remember this was on those old videos that we had um, from Weird Al Music Videos, because this song actually does have a music video for some reason, most of which it's just uh, clips from the jo- uh, Michael Keaton movie, Johnny Dangerously. Um, so even the video is not very funny, because it's just kind of clips from a movie out of context, so it's not that great, and it's, the other little bit of parts that have Weird out is just him kind of dressed up and not really doing anything funny. <laughs> so it was one that we always would, like, skip on that videotape. we just always just hit fast forward and be like, ugh, why'd they even put this on here? <laughs> Let's get back to the funny stuff. But as a Weird. song, I really do like this song. Do you remember this at all? Nope, no, no. I probably recognized it once I heard it, though okay now this is like a parody of like uh, 20s and 30s style music um, so as, as an example of that like I think it really knocks it out of the park it's a great version of a, you know a 20s song so but it's just not that funny and it's like I don't even see where the jokes were supposed to be in this <laughs> but here it is this is the life That's a good oh song, shit! I like it. <laughs> yeah, see, like it's actually a pretty decent song. It's just not very funny. <laughs> like I guess it's the joke funny. is just supposed it's to be that you know rich people do crazy things, but not that crazy. Like it's just kind of slightly exaggerated, and not really exaggerated to the point where it would actually be funny. Interesting <laughs> hmm. <laughs> thing. But I do like the song. It, like I'll probably have it stuck in their head or my head for the rest of the day. But this is life. And I like that he throws in like the little like electric guitar part, and one of the other parts that there's like some uh, some like rap style record scratching and stuff. So it's kind of like throwing in modern musical styles a little bit. But yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's just not very funny is more than I can say <laughs> yeah. for this last song. This uh this last one is pretty just not good. <laughs> it's very forgettable. Uh this is another one I haven't listened to in years. Um this is a song called Cable TV. Uh it's basically just about the joys of getting cable TV. You know, it's the 80s, so this was kind of a newer thing. And uh you know, everyone liked to make fun of how many different channels there were. Um but Weird Al's done a lot of songs about TV and most of them are much better than this (laughs) this is clearly a first attempt at something or not even first attempt because Brady Bunch on the last album was also about TV and that was a lot better this one just kind of it's just generic and weird and not that good (laughs) so we'll close out with this one
2: think life was fascinating.
1: Nope, I don't like that one. (laughs) Nope. No one does. It's crazy (laughs) to think that 83 channels was a lot back then, though. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That was unheard of. But now, (laughs) now my shit goes up to like channel 900 and something. I know, it's ridiculous. (laughs) You're always supposed to watch all these things. You just don't. (laughs) You have to get a whole network of TVs and watch them all at the same time. <sighs> a whole wall of work. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... I'm thinking from this album. Obviously, Dare, uh, Dare to be Stupid and One More Minute. Those are definitely in. And do we uh, want to throw in This is that. the Life? I think so, because at least it's catchy. Okay. I'm cool with that. Cool. It is a very catchy song.
0: For All That's right. Good safety.
1: We're flying along. Doing.
0: We're doing.
1: Peter, we're doing. It here. <laughs> we're doing it. Only a million more albums left to go.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Well, what else
1: we got? Anything?
0: Uh, Besides
1: Lyme disease? I I definitely have Lyme disease, which I thought was weird. (laughs) But then I was told it was normal to have. I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Just just needs more citrus. I just try to do my best. I did my best you know, <laughs> I did my best
0: uh, Yeah, I don't really have anything
1: um, I can't think of anything really
0: So hmm,
1: I guess Stay tuned probably next week uh, We'll probably be doing From Hell Yeah um, I want to try to get uh, At some point we'll do an episode where Nick can call in And you guys can play a game I got it all ready to go. We just need another player. Right. <laughs> yeah, I talked to him yesterday. And I also talked to Scooch today. <gasps> Did you? They're, they're allowed to have his phone, so he's kind of sent me some text messages because he didn't really have too much time. So he's, like, sending everybody text messages. But, yeah, no, he's doing all right. He says he is going to try to go active duty now. So we'll see. Whoa, Apparently, really? unit's deploying... Yeah, I guess his unit's deploying to Cuba in a year, which really isn't a deployment, it's a vacation to Cuba. Um, <laughs> but he's going, he's doing that, uh, I guess, in a year. And after that, he's going to go active. I don't know if that, that'll stay true or what. He's probably just got that, like, mode right now because he's playing Army, which is what normally happens. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing when I do actual Army, so we'll see. Does he get to come home before... He would have to make that choice for sure. Uh yeah, yeah. So I well, I oh, think so. Okay. I'm not entirely sure because it's a it's a huge pain in the ass to try to go active when you're something else right now. Because we got one oh, guy really? that I'm with uh, uh, at work, one of our employees. Uh, he was active duty, and now he's in the reserves. What Scooch is in, and for the last year and a half to two years, he's been trying to go back to active duty,
0: but. <laughs> it's uh,
1: proven to be much more difficult than he thought it would be. And this is with a guy with prior active duty uh, status, so I'm not entirely sure,
0: or experience either. Oh,
1: wow. So, I mean, it's just it's a pain in the ass. But Apparently. Let's see how Scooch does.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I'll probably
1: do the deployment, and then that'll be it. A deployment to Cuba. Hmm. <laughs> Odd. Can you Super do odd. that? Like, how long are you officially in for? Like four years at that point, if you sign up for active? Um, he'll probably finish his contract, but they might just—well, you know—I don't know. They might just do up a new contract, but I'm not entirely sure how that works. Dang, it's a weird, it's a weird situation. One of those weird yeah. situations. <laughs> One of them very weird situations. It sounds about right. Yeah. Like most things oh. with the government. There's not yep. a whole lot of rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, indeed. But
2: I don't know. And, um, I'm
1: proud of him, so he'll figure it out. He'll do something. I'm sure. And he says he wants to do X Nick could still be prouder.
2: Two,
1: yeah, well, Nick could always still be prouder. We're all <laughs> still trying to be proud of Nick. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I made a solid BM. Are you proud of me now? No, Nick. You left it in the toilet for us to find. Yep. <laughs> we don't like that. Please stop doing that. You always put <laughs> the toilet seat up when you're doing it. It makes no sense. <laughs> Nick, I tried to let you be captain of the boat, and you didn't know that you were supposed to blow the horn and... Text like the or signal the uh, the naval guard. God. Get out. God. <laughs> a disappointment. Oh well, I like the part in that movie though where he's like talking to his like first mate and he's like, Hey, just some advice. Don't be as hard on your kids. What?
0: <laughs> he doesn't take his own he advice, might. clearly. No. <laughs> Jesus. It's <laughs> ridiculous.
1: The whole movie is just an, atroc- an atrocity. Yeah. Like I said, it would have been so much better. I think they would have fleshed out the whole boat thing they just made that its own movie. That could be part eight and then part nine is Jason in Manhattan just fucking straight up murdering everyone. I mean, that would have been cool if they did it in this one, but that didn't happen. I wish a lot of things about this movie. But that's neither here nor there. It sounds like Sounds like they had a lot of other plans. Like I know the the girl who played Rennie apparently wanted them to go to like the Met, you know, like the big museum <laughs> and have like Jason kill people there. But like the budget you know, got in the way. And I think oh, even the uh, the boxing scene, like they wanted to have uh that the black guy fight Jason at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> but budget got cut in and ended up just on a rooftop. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it really is. I'm glad. I honestly glad that, that that part didn't happen. It would have been very just. That. <laughs> that would have been a little stupid. They're just like setting yeah. up a boxing ring for the next night or something, and <laughs> they decide have this big confrontation there. It'd be a little goofy.
2: In this corner we
1: have. A boy who drowned, whose mother killed counselors, and now he's taking
0: the place of Jason <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> Mommy, help me. Oh, I wish you would <laughs> shut up at that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tell
1: me, mommy. Oh, you know what I just thought of? I'm kind of glad we didn't give the head the uh, the best kill. Because I think they just flat out stole that from uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, now that I think of it.
2: Oh. Thievers. <laughs>
1: Where that one clown goes up against the bikers. Yeah, you know, gets out the boxing gloves and shit and just punches that guy's head right off. Thievers. Yep. It might have even gone like in a dumpster, but I can't remember. Oh. I'm going to say this. I don't know how much time we have left. Let's see. I don't remember when we started. Mm-hmm. Three of my time. Um, yeah. yeah so, um, they they are releasing the new Pokemon game this Friday, I believe. It's either Thursday or Friday.
0: Oh.
1: I'm going to jump in on it for sure because it's going back to the old the olden times back in the day. Where it was the Kanto region. So, yes. I'm very much excited for this one. I did watch a video where they said that uh, you know, this isn't gonna be that good. It's gonna make it too easy. They're <laughs> making it for like, uh, like new players who are much younger, and it's a younger audience, and blah blah blah. That's fine with Is me. this uh, the Go oh, Pikachu oh, oh. and Go Eevee thing?
0: Is that the one you're talking yeah. about?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pe- uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. So. Oh yeah. Okay. To me, I. I don't mind playing games on easier and normal because normally they're more fun for me. When I play it on harder, yeah. it's just going to sound stupid. But it's more of a challenge, which I don't mind a challenge in some games. I really don't. But, I mean, if I'm going to play a long RPG, I don't want to just be stressed out the entire game. I don't. I just want to feel like I'm badass. I don't want to be <laughs> yep. stressed the fuck out. <laughs> So, I'm, Especially I'm like the part I hate the has, most is having to do the same part like twenty times. It's just like God damn it! I want to get along in this game. <laughs> I don't want to see yeah, this part twenty times. Yeah. yeah. This game, this game is kind of weird. There's, I guess the only challenge that I've heard is pretty stupid, and it's not really a challenge. Is this one makes it mandatory, which I think is so stupid. You're going to agree though. It's mandatory <laughs> to have. Certain types of Pokemon before you even do the gym battle. Like before you fight Brock, you have huh. to have in your in your inventory or whatever it's called in your your satchel at least a Grass or a Water Pokemon with you. You have to have that, or else you cannot fight Brock. Oh. Now you don't have to use it against Brock, but you have to have <laughs> that Pokemon with you.
0: Huh?
1: So why they're making that a prior or a mandatory is beyond me. Uh, but I mean that's not a big deal because the cool thing about this game is uh, opposed to the other games. The other games you walk through grass, have random encounters. This one you can actually see what you're encountering. So if I need a grass Pokemon, I'll be able to just run into one instead of just hope to God on a random yeah. encounter to grab one. So I'm not. That's awesome. And can't that, you this, import everything me. from uh, Pokemon Go too? Uh, all of the first 151, including the low-end ones as well, which is pretty cool. Oh, So you can even have like the, uh, the ice, uh, ball picks and nine tails and stuff like that, which is cool. I like that. It's a neat idea. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. So you'll have I, at least went, one of I every hit, type. It sounds like. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know how, or how, uh, how, close to the beginning of the game, you'll have access to doing that, though. I don't think that's something you can just do right oh. away.
0: There'll
1: probably be like a, a Poké Center at some point during the game or something like that, but yeah, I don't know how soon you get that uh, place. So I know it's like a place that you go to, I just don't know too much about it yet. But I do know that there is like <laughs> many games with the ones that you've caught with Pokémon Go and stuff like that, which is neat. But uh, yeah, you'll be able to import stuff and use them and whatnot. And you can also, I think, import, like, items from Pokemon Go into the game, which is cool. So, like, uh, in this game, when you run into a Pokemon, instead of fighting it down like you would in the other games until its health is very low, they got rid of that whole idea and just went with the Pokemon Go style where you just throw the ball and you hope for a catch, but you can also, you know, feed it different berries and stuff like that to make chances in catching it better. So I, I like that idea because you're cutting a whole part of the game out which was always very, uh, it, it was grindy. You find a, po- a random mm-hmm. Pokemon, you either run away, or you have to fight it until it's got a little bit of life where you, you had a chance. I mean, there was those times where you got a critical hit where you accidentally kill it. So you, there's a chance <laughs> yep. that you would get it low enough, and then you also then had to play the Pokeball game where you're just throwing constant Pokeballs to tr- see if you can catch it. Well, it just bypasses the fighting <laughs> Hoping part. it will stay. Now play. you throw constant Pokeballs. Yeah, exactly. So I like that in the game too, and a lot of people are hating that. And the other thing that's cool in this game is uh, when you do like trainer battles or gym battles or any of that stuff, when your Pokemon fight, the main Pokemon that you're using will get experience, but so will every other Pokemon in your, uh, your pocket as well. Now the one that's fighting will get mm-hmm. more experience, but the other ones also get experience, which is cool because that, that just speeds the game up a little bit more. So I don't know why. Yeah. Everybody, well, not everybody, but there's certain people that are pooping on this game, and I don't understand why. I mean, if you want a challenge, probably I it's play some of The older Pokemon games. they hate change. I I normally am not the biggest fan of change, but this it seems like it's a lot of quality of life things, like a lot of good changes for once. How are the uh, the gym battles and stuff? Are they like the old school style, or is it like the new, like the Pokemon Go, where you're just kind of tapping and doing the same move every time?
2: Oh, no. It's old
1: school style, and that's the same thing with the trainer battles. Oh, that's too. good. So you'll still run into the trainers out in the wild, and yeah, you still fight them like you normally do. Your Pokemon Go out there, you select one or four moves, and it'll do it. It's the turn-based attack, and just like we're used to. Um, the only thing that's different about all that stuff is, like I said, the Pokemon in the wild. You just sit there and throw Pokeballs at them. Um, and then I heard that, like, post-game stuff, there's these ultimate trainer battles where there's 151 of them, and you can... I don't know all this stuff about it, but I guess that that's, like, a challenge in the game where, like, the Pokemon are very hmm. high level and it's... Uh, you're facing all 151 of the Pokemon uh, with your Damn. Pokemon, that's m- that, that matching one. So, it, it forces you to... if you want to, like, complete everything in the game, like, you'll need a Gyarados to fight this extremely hard Gyarados, these, you know, these master trainers that have this Gyarados as well, uh, which really questions why would you, how the meta Yeah, why would you want to use the same thing against it? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the way that you do it, because obviously you're not going to want to use water attacks against it. So I don't know. I don't know everything about that, but I've heard that that's actually one of the highlights in the game, is the, the master trainer battles or ultimate trainer battles, whatever they're calling it. Uh, which sounds cool. I'm not against hmm. it. I like new stuff in the game that I haven't had to do yet. So, um, Oh, yeah. one of the really, really cool things in the game is everything's to size. So the cool thing in the game is you all have Pokemon that are actually following you. So you can choose, just like in uh, Pokemon Go, where you can like choose your uh, Pokemon to like follow you, which doesn't actually show up. Mm-hmm. This one, it actually does. And it'll show up, and it shows Sweet. up the size. So, like, if you've got a Pikachu, it's you know smaller than you, obviously. But if you have an Onix, the thing's fucking enormous, and it's huge, mongus, <laughs> and it's actually <laughs> oh, that's just, awesome. You know, crawling around and slithering around in the actual game, or a giant Snorlax, or uh, all the different ones, Like Magic Harbor will just be flopping next to you. So it's really, really cool. The I like the idea of that. You can um, just see it flying above yeah. you and blotting you out. And some of them you can actually ride. I know that the Gyarados you can ride. I think Arcanine you can ride. Like, you can actually ride some of your Pokemon, which is, again, really cool. So, again, why are we all poo-poo on them? It sounds neat. Yeah. It sounds pretty great to me. So, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, I've always liked the original Pokemon games. Uh, I haven't played Pokemon uh, Yellow since I was a kid. But I remember that was like one of the first games I ever beat all the way through and then really, really worked on getting my Nido King all the way up to a hundred. So that's my goal with this one is to get another Nido King up to a hundred. Because <laughs> he's the best fighting oh, Pokemon you get a goal. in the entire game. Yep, that's true. I do. I truly do.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think that's are you, it. Still I think that, uh, that, you still playing that
1: uh oh, You still playing that Pokemon Berry game? Pokemon berry game. Yeah, wasn't there some uh, game where you had to, like, feed them berries or something? Maybe that was the point of the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, yeah. And find um, berries. No, I, I beat it. Uh, when we were at uh, uh, annual training, I brought my Switch with me, and I just played it and beat the game. So now I don't play it anymore. <laughs> I heard yeah. that they were
0: supposed to release, like, the
1: second gen, but they haven't done it yet, at least not to my knowledge, so...
0: Who
1: knows? Oh, who actually knows? <laughs> you gotta feed everything berries. I just go to buffets sometimes yeah, to do- and just throw berries at people's mouths. Well, you would get uh, you would get like different berries, and then you take those berries and then make recipes, and then that's how you would lure new Pokemon into your like uh mm-hmm. encampment. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, you had like a campground that you would just have these giant pots and stuff like that that you would bring lower Pokemon into and you can then recruit them onto your team and just go around killing more Pokemon to get more berries
0: huh. or acorns. That's cool.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. I liked it. It was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. It was cool just like getting, like lowering in certain like Pokemon. You're like, oh, sweet. I haven't gotten that one yet. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, just like in the Pokemon
0: game. Cool.
1: It's neat to see something new. I agree. But, all righty. I think that's all I got for today. I think that's all Kevin's got for today.
2: So yeah. Although oh,
1: I did want to, I, I put up the old Amazon I was gonna try to find Troll Two. And I forgot that I had started to watch something today before I left. Um, did uh-huh. you ever watch the like WNUF Halloween special?
0: I don't know what that even is.
1: <laughs> I didn't either, but I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's made to look like like some, uh, you know, local station in the 80s had this Halloween special. And it's kind of just, so far, it's a lot of commercials and, like, a newscast where, like, the people are dressed up in costumes for Halloween and stuff like that. And it looks really shitty, like it's an old VHS tape, <laughs> and it's so weird like I don't know if there's any plot or if anything's supposed to happen in this but it feels very 80s-ish in the way these commercials are and shit like that so it's just it's very strange it's basically supposed to be like oh this was shown on TV in the 80s and somebody recorded it on the VCR and we're putting it up here for you to see it's so weird but I'm kind of into it <laughs> just because it reminds me of the 80s so much Weird, yeah. Well, I might look into it. I might. We'll see. see.
0: (laughs) Like it doesn't seem very exciting, but
1: it's a good thing maybe just to put on in the background (laughs) because I don't know if there's much of a story or anything happens, but I don't know. It's it's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I might take a look into it. I I keep finding random stuff on Amazon. All right, cool. Yeah. This has been another amazing episode from the original Janksters. As soon as you watch Trolls 2, Kevin, definitely give me a buzz. I'll be around. I need to discuss things with you. Um, But other than that, (laughs) I'm Peter Jank. That's Kevin Jank. And always remember to flip that tip. Thanks for listening, everyone.